Hey guys, this is your girl Latoya. And it's me, Chanel Ray. Mama, Mama, you know I love you. And we are a mommy cast. You all appreciate Welcome to another episode of a mommy cast. Welcome back. Welcome back. We back. I know you guys missed us because we missed you too. Oh, definitely. I don't even remember how to do this. <laughs> I know. We just talk, right? Yeah. We're good at doing that. Oh, <laughs> we can do that very well. <laughs> well, this episode, we want to get into some really nitty gritty things and it's called life and it happens and I know that things have been on a little bit of a hiatus for a couple of months but with reason and it just goes to show that the way you plan life doesn't always go the way you want it to go and this is what makes life life and I say that to say Chanel my love bug has been through a really really rough patch in the past couple of months and not many people have been on the bandwagon of knowing what's been going on but we're going to share with you today what's been happening um it, for me it started with a phone call from chanel and she didn't sound like herself and i knew something was wrong and she goes on to tell me that her and her hubby have been going through some issues and the kind of issues that no woman wants to ever face in their marriage so when Chanel called me and told me that she was dealing with Marquise not being in a faithful relationship it really hit hard and it hit home and I want to Definitely ask her questions about it, and I know it'll be an emotional part for her, but it's something I think we need to discuss, not only as wives, but also as mothers. And this is things that I know is relatable to other women out there who are listening. So now, I know it was tough a couple months back when you found out about your husband and the things that he's been doing. What was your very, very first thought in your mind once you found out what was going on? Well, first, hi, guys. Um, I want to say I really did miss this. Um, I think not only has it been helpful, this podcast hasn't been helpful for uh, for others, you know, our listeners, and shout out to you guys, you know, for the, all the feedback you give us, for the people, you know, that reached out to us and said they missed us and, you know, asking what's happening. Um, it, it also became therapeutic for us. Um, and so to not being able to be on this microphone while I'm going through my toughest time was like, I was ready. I was ready. But the team... You know, my lovely co-host over here and our wonderful producer, Dominican Drew, and our media director, Erin, they're like, no, Chanel, you're not ready. You're not ready. You need to take a break. And at first, I wasn't with it. I'm like, yo, I got this. Like, But 
six months later, I realized I really didn't have it. Yeah. I really didn't. And I needed to be sound and mind and clear this space and and all that to be able to express this in a way that one isn't about. And I'm making it very, very clear. Not only to you as an audience, but to my team. I will never, ever, ever, ever let anybody change me. I am still Chanel. I'm still always going to keep it classy. Even when people push me, you know I can get ratchet. You know. <laughs> but what we're not going to do is let, my mother would say, you don't let anybody sin your soul. Yeah. And so I'm not going to do that. And Chase, if you're listening when you're years older, mommy got you. And I'm not going to do anything to disrespect you, myself, or your father. But I am going to keep it 100 because that's the only way I know how to be. Yeah. So I'm not going to pretend that this was some squeaky clean BS. I thought I was living the American dream. I had the wedding of my dreams. (sighs) I had the man that I thought I knew. And when I found out that he was having an affair, I was absolutely crushed to the core. Not only as, you know, as a relationship, but to figure out that your marriage is over. And let's, you know, and we'll talk about this later. Excuse me, guys. I'm having like a full-blown brunch over here. So excuse mm-hmm. me. I'm enjoying and my food. I'm on, like, <laughs> I'm like on my third mimosa right now. So if you catch a belch or two, forgive me. Um, but I really, um, I, I don't want our listeners to think that we live some peachy clean life. Um, and this is why we're doing this. It's not about anything else. And then really, we've always been number, you know, always been honest with you guys and everything that we've dealt with. And this is the reality that yeah. I'm dealing with right now. So that's what it's about. Um, it's and just and about- just to say also, like we are millennials, and these are the the different things that we go through. And like we mentioned in the very beginning of our podcast. These are our stories. This is not things that we make up. This is our everyday life. And we are going through the ringers in different respects. And we're being open and honest. I know a lot of people don't like to talk about private things that happens, but because we're dedicated to this podcast and we're dedicated to our audience, we feel that it's important to be transparent about who we are as Chanel LaToya of a mommy cast. Correct. Um, and going back to how I felt in the moment, of course, I was crushed. I was broken. Like, I couldn't understand how this could be. Like, we're married now. This is not Chanel and whatever you know him as, Willie, Marquise, Eric, whatever. And we're not in our early 20s anymore. Like, we've gone through things way before we got engaged. And I thought we're so behind us. I could not believe where we're dealing with this again. But in my mind marriage is forever so at that moment hell yeah i thought okay well it is what it is but we're gonna get through it and you know that's the kind of background that i come from i thought we were gonna get through it and it doesn't it didn't matter because at the end of the day we're married marriage marriage is forever and that's what i keep telling myself and it was just like okay yeah i'm gonna put him on time out for a while went to you know chill with you guys mm-hmm. um and i say you guys meaning our 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 other um our other boo uh shout out to tippy 
who actually has chase for, uh, chase for me right now while we do this podcast. I'm so grateful to to my girls for hundred percent for always being there. But um, during that first weekend or that first week, I definitely I was not facing reality. I was so devastated, so heartbroken. Like yeah, and you know if you ask him, yes, I did tell him to leave. I'm the one that you know put him out the moment I found out and. This is not going to become a gossip podcast, so I'm not going to go into too much details about the affair and all that. I can only tell you from my side about the feelings I was dealing with and what it meant for Chase. Um, and for me, at that moment, I, I, I identified as a wife and a mom. I didn't know that there was life outside of this. Yeah. So that first realization of like, no, this marriage, is really happening. My marriage is broken right now. Really my happening. life felt like it felt like I died and I have to watch myself die because life as I knew it was gone. This yes. is someone I've been with for almost 10 years. So this that's what I knew. You know, little things like his family and my family, yeah. they are one. That that's not something you make up. Like my sisters and his sister call each other sisters to this day. Like, his mom and I have a great relationship. It, it, this is not something that you, okay, you have tons of exes. You know, mama no. has lived. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But guess what? I can decide if and when I want to talk to those exes. Yeah. This one, I have to talk to every day. Because of your son. Because of my son. And this has been the hardest, the hardest, hardest thing I've ever had to deal with. I don't wish this on anyone, not my worst enemy. If I had an enemy, I would and not I, wish I it I want to say as a friend aspect, like I've seen you hurt before, but I've never seen you broken like this. I like was you broken. were broken. Like I called Chanel, I would say maybe every two hours of the day just to make sure she was okay and i'm not gonna lie i was very suicidal this is not she something was to be in a, a bad joke place out. like when i tell you in a bad place it was very scary for me to the point where i had many times i was calling her sister like have you spoke to chanel if i didn't get through to you i would call and call until you picked up i would like where's chase is he with you do you need me to get him are you coming to long island do you want to drop him off like it was to the point where i was so scared for my friend that it made me so sick at night i i've never ever felt so broken in my entire life i'm happy to say that six months later i am not in that place anymore mm -hmm. but i know i've never ever 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 been so ready to die in my entire life i felt that my life was taken from me what else do i have to live for like my, to wake up one day and to have the life that you thought you had to just be gone yeah like it was it was surreal i, could, I couldn't even imagine it i could not understand what it meant to not be a wife anymore yeah. because this is what i this even though we've only been married for three years or excuse me this july would have made three years so we're not even there yet but this is the man i slept next to for the past 10 years every single day yeah and he's the father of your I'm child i'm the father of my child i could not fathom to think what 
what was going to happen to me, much less my family unit. Yeah. It was something I, I, I couldn't even imagine. I would never yeah. even think that this man that that got down on one knee and begged for my parents to allow me to marry him could do this to me. Right. The one that I thought was so perfect, the one that I chose to wait for, I tried my whole life not to get married. I mean, not to get not to get pregnant, excuse me, before I got married. And I finally found my what I thought was my happily ever after. And yeah. for that to just be taken away, I'd rather him not even have proposed. I'd rather yep. have not I even gone through yep. this whole journey. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, what's the point? It, what, what was the point? And, you know, again, this is not to talk about our relationship in detail. This is about saying that, yo, How, I understand yeah. now. Because I, I couldn't even imagine going through all of that and to still have to be civil enough to figure out what co-parenting looks like while I'm suicidal. Right. And that's a good segue into what I wanted to ask you. Because just being on the forefront of all of this, I saw how things have changed drastically from a, a double parent household to a single parent household. And we know already how tough it is to have two parents with one child, much less one parent with one child and you're sharing responsibility. How did you find a way to speak to him civilly, <laughs> very civil, about what the plans are for you and him in co-parenting Chase? Honestly, it was such a blur now. I don't even remember how those conversations started. I feel like we at first, I do remember using his mom as like a mediator for yeah. a good maybe that that first month and i want to talk about the stages of grief for real um because that first month is such a blur because i was so 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 you were heartbroken heartbroken then you were angry angry i was terrified yeah. for myself and what that meant for me and for chase that yeah. first month w was heavy oh i know i remember staying on the phone you know, shout out to the support system that I do have because there's a lot of people that got me through these days. You know, I tried my best not to bombard my friends, especially my friends that just got engaged and just got married and not to put certain energies on them because I realized I did it to one friend. I was, you know, confiding in him and telling him all the mess that was going on in my marriage. And then he started to question his own wife. And the minute I realized I was doing that, I said I couldn't do that to anyone else. So there was people that I didn't tell for a while because I didn't want to bring that home. You know, our very own producer here, Dominican Drew, was in the midst of his engagement. And I, I couldn't bring that energy to yeah. him. I still believe in love. I still believe in there are good guys out there. Mm -hmm. I, I'm not going to let anyone turn me into some bitter person chanel is all about being happy and smiling every day i got dimples for a reason and y'all gonna see it <laughs> <laughs> you feel me so there's no like i am not not transferring that and kept telling myself that but and then i knew that you know you had your own family you got a toddler at home i'm not gonna be up at night 
talking to people. There are so many guys that and people in my life that just wanted to pray with me. Yeah. Just to pray with me. Like people reached out to me in my DMs and said, I don't know you, Chanel. Shout out to my my realtor, Chris. Chris reached out to me and said, Chanel, I know we don't know each other too well, but something in me just said, I need to pray with you. He DM'd me and said, I would just want to pray with you. My friend Chris Collie, he said, Chanel, I don't know what's going on with you, but something told me I just need to pray with you. My my partner Ian, our, you know, one of my best friends from also from Pace, he got me through most of it, spent hours and hours on the phone with him. If I couldn't sleep at night, you know, and I felt like I was going to hurt myself, I would call people. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm encouraging anybody out there listening to that because those phone calls is what got me through to the next day. Yeah. It's just having somebody yeah. to talk to because that pain was so real. I felt like I just wanted it to end and I wanted the pain to stop. And that was the only way it was going to stop if I was going to die. Yeah. And, and I, I think for me, you know, seeing you go through this brought back, you know, bad feelings that I've had in the past with within my relationship I've, I've been through what Chanel's been through and I did tell her you know what there is life after this I had to reiterate that over and over there is life after I someone that has broken your heart I of course you're not going to see it then but this as time goes by you'll see it do you understand that when I found out about this affair we had just made a deposit on a house we had just like we we didn't like we just put a, put an offer on on the house. We were trying for baby number two. That in my mind, that's where my life was headed. Maybe I was living too much in this fairy tale or this. You know, I don't but, think it's living in a fairy tale. I don't think it's living in a fairy tale. I think it's you living what your life is set out to be. You get married. You have kids. You get a house. Like this is just the order of how things go. And I, and I have to tell you guys the the part of the piece that you know, the part of the story that's missing from this as to another reason why I was so distraught when I really, really found out about everything. Because again, this is not to t- tell you in detail and gossip about my relationship. I just need our listeners to understand okay. what transpired right. and why I was so heavy. Yes, I found out he was having an affair. But as most men do, they don't tell you the truth. Yeah. So it was more so like, oh, no, I need space. Oh, no, she's just a friend. Oh, mm-hmm. no. Like every day, a little bit of the story kept coming out. And it never really was the truth. Right. And the minute I did find out the truth, he sent me a picture of, of him groping the girl, allegedly by mistake. And even she apologized for the picture and they kept lying to me saying that it was some platonic relationship. That day, I started hemorrhaging. I'm just thinking, my period came early. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, it's just because of stress. But guess what? It didn't stop. I kept bleeding heavily. I kept bleeding. And now for days. So I finally go to the doctor and come to find out I was pregnant. So now, not only am I mourning the loss of my marriage and of a relationship and a life that I thought I had, but now of the baby that I wanted too. Yeah. Like, son, the, that that I, part. 
that, that part, part I'm still dealing with. Yeah. Because I can I can get over a heartbreak, you know, because at the end of the day, I'm still in my bag, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still me. So, yes, there, you know, yes, it hurts. I'm still in love with the man that I thought I married. That's not, I'm not trying to downplay our marriage or our life. But at the end of the day, I can still pick myself up. Yeah. And, but what I can't do is think about the other day. How I found out, you know, um, the other day I'm thinking about what, uh, what this baby would have been like. I would have probably been seven or eight months pregnant right now. I'm looking around at all the baby stuff from Chase that I kept saving for baby number two. Chase's crib is still up in his room. And every time I go in that room, I look at that crib. That one, I begged him to kept, you know, to take it down and to do something with it because Chase's bed needs to go in his room. And I'm like, why is it still in here? And now I have to look at it every day. And I kept telling myself before that the crib is still in here because, oh, baby number two is supposed to be in there. Right. Baby mm-hmm. dope, you yeah. know, squared is supposed to be in there. Yeah. But now I'm looking at it like, why am I still keeping this? It's torturous for you right now. Why is there still baby stuff in bins? You know, the mama rule. I'm like, oh, this is way too expensive to give away. I'm going to save it for the next baby. Now it's what next baby? And I still got this stuff here. And all this does is just make me think about, was my baby going to be a girl? Was I going to have a mini-me? Was it going to be another boy? Was Chase going to have a brother? Was Chase going to be as attached to his sibling as he is to his little cousin? Well, let's, let's look at this in hindsight now. We know what you thought you wanted, and it just didn't turn out that way, unfortunately. But do you honestly think that if things were to go the way you expected them to and you had another baby, how would you be able to deal with a second child with your relationship in ruins? That would have been extremely hard for you. If you think it's hard now, it would have been impossible. A hundred percent. I definitely agree with you. The one silver lining about all this is that mama got her waistline back. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaica is going to be a ting. <laughs> I mean, this girl, more, more than her waistline, because this girl is tiny. And let me tell you something. When someone loses weight that quickly, the way Chanel did, you know it's heartbreak, because ain't no diet like the heartbreak diet. I tell people that all the time. I've been there. Yeah, and I, I can't I've lie. I've just been, you know, keeping up. Since I lost the weight, I said, well... Okay. At least she's eating brunch now. Well, that's a good thing. She's I, enjoying I, her brunch. I eat, <laughs> I eat, but I also make sure that I work out and I don't overindulge in anything. Like, I, I don't deprive myself of food, but what I'm not going to do is, you know, is get back to an unhealthy diet and i've never really been the unhealthy you guys you know i'm a runner i've I've always been athletic in that regard but i think that it definitely helped get rid of that last 10 pounds that was so difficult so i ain't gonna lie i'm I'm happy i got my waistline back (laughs) (laughs) so talking about that waistline we're gonna figure out other things you've done to keep yourself up 
and keep yourself going yes. and getting through each day and maintaining because I know it was a hard half of the year for you and we want to make sure that our listeners understand that this is real life issues that a lot of people go through and the reason we have this podcast like I said in the beginning is that we want our listeners to understand that we are here we are listening we've always had our email our email is still up and running yes. it's been on hiatus but it's still there amamicast at gmail.com correct and amamicast.com you can go right to the contact form if you forget yes and we are glad to be back and glad to have our listeners back again so we want to just let you guys know that there's more to discuss and we will have part two next time so stay tuned with us amamicast